Welcome to Get Real, How to Live a More Authentic Life, with psychologist and author of over 75 books, Dr. Barry Weinhold. Welcome to Get Real, How to Live a More Authentic Life with Dr. Barry Weinhold. My name is Ben Barber. I'm the producer of the show, and I am so excited to be doing this uh, with the always incredible Dr. Barry Weinhold. Dr. Barry, how are you today? I'm, I'm again, pretty grateful. I, uh, I, I had uh, in my house, uh, we had typically in, in the past have been uh, using the downstairs as offices. It was the office for Circle. It was our therapy offices. We had a, a large living room, which we could hold about 20 people to do a seminar. And we're not needing it anymore. So what I decided to do is turn it into an Airbnb. Hey, there you go. So I went up up live on Wednesday. Haven't got any uh, renders yet, but I'm ready. Awesome. <laughs> took a lot of time to prepare everything to get it ready to uh, house people living downstairs. Uh, I have three bedrooms and a bath and a full kitchen, dining and living room and an office. So it's it's a space where a lot of people, uh, I think. And also, I have a huge dog run in my backyard so people can bring their dog, which I think will be a useful thing for many people who don't like to leave their dogs in a kennel when they go travel. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that that'll be fantastic. Yeah. Uh so today, um, we wanted to talk a little bit about a little bit more about what the uh, future podcast episodes are going to be about. Um, what do you plan to share with our audience in future episodes of this podcast to help them live a more authentic life? Well, uh, I'm I'm a big picture guy, and so I'm going to give you the big biggest picture I can think of about what are the hazards of living out of a false self, and how do you begin to live more a more authentic life. And I'll look at that from a number of different perspectives. I'll start with the individual. Okay, as a person, what is it that is blocking your awareness and ability to uh, actually live more authentically? And, and, and so a lot of my, in that episode, I'll talk about a lot of the origins of individual, uh, how the false self develops. And I'm a developmental psychologist, so I'll talk about it developmentally. You know, and we weren't born that way. I mean, we were born, in my belief anyway, totally uh, as a blank slate, and, and as a, obviously with some inherited characteristics. But that's only about ten percent of who we are. The rest of it is going to be produced by what kind of things happen to us or don't happen to us in our development that creates who we are. And so I'll look at that. What in your own development might have created uh, 
uh, a false self? And what prevented you in the first three years from developing the foundation for an authentic self? So we'll look at it developmentally and go through that. And, and I think it'll help people understand why people and why I would say that only about 5% of adults have developed that foundation and are still in the process of trying to find their authentic self. And then I'll look at couples. And I work a lot with couples. I'm, I'm with the Colorado Institute for Conflict Resolution and Creative Leadership. I've created my own method or model of conflict resolution for couples. I actually wrote a book about that called Intimate Combat. Uh, and the subtitle is Conflict Resolution Skills for Couples. And so it's actually a compilation of all the things that I've learned in working with couples for about 40 years that work. And it's, it's, a, it's actually almost like a, a how to do it manual, how to resolve any kind of conflict that you're going to have as a couple. And so I, I encourage couples to buy that book and read it together. And I have, uh, obviously, I also, uh, when I do an episode on that, I will talk, I will also send out a communication exercise that I have couples do together before they actually read the book, which puts them on the same page with the same language before they start thinking about or talking about conflict. And so that's what I'll do when I get to that episode where we'd spend a whole episode, maybe more than one, but at least one on uh, how do couples uh, become more authentic. And uh, I, have a, I have a suggestion I often use with my men. I do a lot of work with men. And I say, listen, guys, if you find a, a gal that you think might be interesting and want to date, I said, first thing you do is you just have lunch or coffee with them, not dinner, because that complicates because they have to do something afterwards. So if lunch is, is got its own kind of uh, time frame, and then you interview them. How did you get along with your, pop, your, your mother and your father? Was there any alcoholism or addictions in your family? Was there divorce in your family? Did anyone have to go to jail? Uh, I mean, just kind of in the conversation, you don't have to sit down and just interrogate, just just pull the light on them, right? Just like this, right. That's just a, a flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can do the same, say you're willing to answer any of the same questions. And if 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 the person says that's none of your business, don't have a second date with that person. And what I'm saying is let's get real here because the the real prob possibility is that you're you're looking at uh the same things but nobody's talking about it i mean everybody who enters a relationship wants to find somebody who's going to help them heal whatever they didn't get healed growing up they want them to complete everything they didn't get complete and that's never spoken about so this way it gets it on the table right up front and says okay this is what this is what uh we have to deal with is how are we going to cooperate with each other to help each other uh, heal whatever uh, traumas that are causing us to not be authentic in our relationship, not to be able to not to uh, be able to tell the truth to each other and be emotionally honest. So there's a lot there, and uh, I uh, I think that couples working together to resolve those issues is one of the highest forms of intimacy I can think of. So it, there's, there's, it's good stuff. <laughs> uh, 
And then um, I work with families too. How do you create an authentic family? And and right now I'm working with a number of, of couples who are having family issues. Unfortunately, I'm not working with the whole family, but I'm getting in a sort of a secondhand way, finding out what is really going on with their family and their parenting. And they're basically parenting their children in an inauthentic way, the way they were parented in an inauthentic way. And, and, and until you realize that what you got actually contributed to your in on in authenticity, you won't change it. And right. so I had, I had a, a couple this week where a mother said, well, my daughter, every time she gets in trouble with her father, she, she calls me and says, mommy, do something with this, about this, uh, get him to stop. And then I reminded her, she just told me the story about that was exactly what happened to her when she was 14. <laughs> her father had done something to her. Instead of confronting her father, she called her mother. And I said, you're doing the same thing that was done to you. And she, oh my God, I never thought of it that way. I never saw that before. And it was like a whole new world opened up to her. And now we can begin to work on what happened to her that's causing her to parent the way she's parenting in an inauthentic way. So that's really big stuff for uh, parents to learn better ways to, to be authentic with their kids. And I think the only thing that we ever owe our kids is the truth, the truth about who we are and what happened to us. We don't owe them anything else. Now, if they're not interested in hearing that, that's up to them, but you at least can offer it. <laughs> And then I'll go from there into uh, the workplace. Boy, is that a, a, a rat's nest. Most people go to work and they, live their, they leave their authentic self at the door. I mean, I've even had comp people where we consulted with companies and they say, uh, we were trying to, uh, we were hired, or we were consulted with to come in and do a program on conflict resolution. I had this middle manager say to us right to our face, well, we don't have any conflicts at this uh, workplace. They all leave those at the door. Give me a break. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, and, and turns out this company was started by an alcoholic. And, and the whole system is now an alcoholic system where you deny that there's any problems. And, and it's actually affected the bottom line in that company. That company is not really, uh, actually, I think they were bought out by somebody else finally. Yeah. And then uh, uh, from there, I look at the community and the community organizations, maybe churches, maybe it's uh, whatever clubs you belong to. They're filled with phony people. Everybody trying to, to be the best false self they know how to be. Oh, I love that. I love that. I mean, I don't love the, I don't love yeah, it, I but I love, I love that say, yeah, trying to be the best false self that they know how to be. Yeah. And, and so I'm, I'm work with them and I said, you know, uh, be subversive, <laughs> kind of ask the right, ask, uh, uh, penetrating questions. I remember George Carlin doing this thing on religion, this comedy routine about, he said, I got in trouble with the nuns because I asked too many questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to go there, but <laughs> it was a great, a great routine about how 
uh, uh, he, the whole the whole religious education he grew up in Catholic schools was was so phony and so filled with with uh, with hypocrisy really. Yeah. And then I go beyond that. I look at politics. I mean, anyone who's crazy enough to look at politics, I guess, deserves whatever they get. <laughs> but I think that it's it's it it is enormous uh, uh, shit show, <laughs> and, and it and and candidates. I mean, I have a list somewhere which I think I I uh, I, I think I sent to you, and you can share with with. Uh, the audience and put that up on the screen that uh, of the 12 most uh, 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 fake occupations there are. And, um. and, and obviously uh, politicians are near the top of the list because I mean, it, it comes with the territory. They got to try to please everybody. And so when you're trying to please everybody, you can never tell the truth. And so yeah. it's it's just it's just a hazard of I would never go into politics to save my life. If anyone ever tried to convince me to do that, I would throw them out the door because it's it's a it's a low consciousness kind of effort to start with. I mean, you're dealing with uh, some of the the most uh, low consciousness kind of topics you'd ever want to imagine. Yet it's still essential. I mean, I don't. Uh, so I, I I try to work with. Uh, people that really want to be uh, do something serious with politics. And I say, okay, again, you're going to have to ask, uh, first of all, ask of the candidates that you talk to uh, to find out how authentic they are. Ask them questions that force them to either be phony or, or, or tell the truth. And, and and I've done that. I've stood up at at political rallies with candidates and ask them questions that they didn't want to hear. And they would kind of grimace a little bit and then give me some kind of a standard answer that was totally bullshit. <laughs> and, I, and they did it in front of everybody. So that was my point was to get them to say something bullshitty in front of the whole audience and make my point, which is these people are not honest and they're not authentic. I think um, I, <clears throat> sort of uh i feel very fortunate um i as a producer i've gotten to uh to to work with, with with a bunch of politicians yeah you do maybe you can maybe counter some of what i'm saying but well no for the most part for the most part i can't but the but like the, there are a couple of people um who are politicians in 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 big uh positions um that i really uh love as as people as human beings um because i got to see them behind the scenes when no one else was watching yeah uh, and sometimes even when they didn't know that i was watching when they didn't realize that i could still yeah, see them when they were backstage etc um and you know there's a there's a big difference between the people that uh that say something and and come on screen and you know give a prepared statement and then leave um, and the people that stay and listen to every single person, even though they have, even though they have other places yeah. to be, even though, you know, and well, um, that's a measure of their authenticity. Yeah. And uh, uh, some people ask me, well, what, what does it mean to have an authentic self? It means it's the self you have when nobody's looking. Yep. And you're there with yourself and nobody's, nobody's paying any attention to you. It's that's the self that is most closest to your authentic self. 
uh, by the way, the um, the people that have uh, the, the your list of, of the 12, um, yeah. the, the 12 that live out of their uh, false self the most of the time um, in in uh, by occupation is number one, salesmen, number two, politicians, number three, attorneys, number four, the media, radio, television, journalists, personalities, uh, number five, corporate executives, number six, university administrators. Number seven, military officers. Number eight, bankers. Number nine, entrepreneurs. Number 10, clergy. Number 11, police officers. Number 12, therapists. Barry, I just want to point out that you and I are probably at least four of those things. I know, I know. We, 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 <laughs> we've earned it well, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, obviously, I, having been in those different uh, venues and talking with these people, you can tell who's the phony people and who aren't. And that, that's, and again, as an, I'm an entrepreneur too, obviously. And so I don't do business with anybody who doesn't keep their agreements to start with. If, if I make an agreement with you or with anybody and you don't keep it and you don't renegotiate it, if you have to directly with me, I don't do business with those people. One time is done. I may sometimes, if there's some extenuating circumstances, give them one warning and say, listen, if this happens again, we will not do any business together. And that's one of my rules of trying to make people be authentic and responsible. So I don't know. What what do you do to kind of uh, promote authenticity? Uh, nothing. I just let people walk all over me, Barry. Anyway, I'm moving on. <laughs> well, no, you don't. I know you I'm, don't. I'm learning. Um, no, but I, 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 I agree. And a lot of times what I will, um, it's, it's almost subconscious for me, right? Like if I, I, I have a pretty decent BS meter and that's, um, that's important. Yes. And, uh, if I, I might like work with you cause I have to, yeah. or, you know, in, in some sort of a way. Um, but if I can sense, uh, the, the BS, then I just know, like you've, you've immediately been dismissed to me. Right. Yeah. Like I, I'm like, okay, no, yeah. no, 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 you, you ruined this. Well, it's in fine. my personal and my professional life, I have levels of yeah. people I let in and the only people I let in are the ones I have, have, have kind of jumped through the hoops and I know they're authentic. I don't need to work with people who are, who are going to bullshit me. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe in my earlier years I did <laughs> I put up with more of that than I should have but I'm at the age where I don't want to put up with any more of that <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely um, so th this looks great this is a wonderful roadmap for the for the months ahead and for the weeks and months ahead about what we're doing on the podcast um, is there anything else that you'd like to, to yeah I, the last level that I look at is the whole human race. Oh, that's all. Okay. That's all. Yeah. And I, I don't leave any, any troops at home. <laughs> so, and, and I've looked at that develop the, the history of the home, all human race. And I've studied the history. I've, I've gone back and looked at ancient times. I've looked at, read a lot of, uh, of the, what's the, the Greek literature. I've read a lot of the early Gnostic literature uh, or even early, early Christian literature to find out where where did this break down? Where did where did humanity lose its way? And 
uh, and we definitely lost our way because as far as I'm concerned, uh, humanity by and large isn't more developed than a pimply faced adolescent. And we have most of the kind of the, the good and bad things that happen to adolescents happening to us. And that's, that's far short of where we can be. And so I, I feel there's a long way to go to help humanity reach a level of, of, I don't know what you want to call it. Authenticity would be my best word. Uh, and, and, and with that comes incredible, incredible benefits. It's worth the work. I mean, it's not easy to become authentic in a culture that's totally inauthentic and does not reward authentic behavior. In fact, most children get punished for being authentic. That's why they don't develop it very well. And so it, it and everyone that goes to work, if you're authentic on the job, you get fired. So it's, it's an enormous, enormous challenge to, to be authentic in a whole world that lives out of its false self. And, and that's the challenge I'm, I'm trying to address in this podcast. <laughs> Talk about trying to take on small projects here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I think that that's fantastic. Uh, and, and thank you. Cause it's, 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 uh, it's a great work that you're doing. Um, and I'm happy to help you share that message. Uh, just a reminder, get real, how to live a more authentic life is brought to you by the Colorado Institute for Con for conflict resolution and creative leadership for more resources on today's topic and all of the topics that we cover, uh, please visit www.cicrclcircle.org. Um, and you can find all of those links in the show notes for this episode. Um, Dr. Barry Weinhold, thank you, uh, again, this is just, this is a, such a pleasure to, uh, do the show with you every week and, uh, learn so much from you. Okay. Good. Good work. I'm glad that we're working together on this project. I, uh, I can't think of a, a, a better person I would choose to work with to do this. So thank you oh. for being who you are. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, same, same. So thank you, obviously. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week on Get Real, How to Live a More Authentic Life. For more information, please visit the Colorado Institute for Conflict Resolution and Creative Leadership at CICRCL.org or click the link in the show notes.